Hey everyone, welcome to episode 82 of You Heard It Here Second. New episodes are released every week on DerekAndSteve.com and on iTunes as well. So just search for Derek and Steve or You Heard It Here Second and make sure to subscribe today. Not elite. Andrew not Luck close. is a schmuck. He's Andrew Schmuck. He's not elite. He's no. not elite. Get over him, everyone. Derek and Steve present. What? <laughs> I'm going to. Yeah, he, he says, <laughs> I'll paraphrase that. He says, a lot of people have a lot of different opinions on a lot of different things. <laughs> I'm going to talk to all of them and we'll figure out what the best opinion is. But yeah, it's yeah. so Brady in that he's like, I just want everyone to get along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah. I just don't want yeah. any. I just want my teammates. I love to my be, teammates yeah. and I want them all to be happy. You heard it here second. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Steve alongside Derek. Welcome to episode 82 of You Heard It Here Second. Uh, Derek, how's it going? Hey, Steve. It's going pretty well. Uh, we're two weeks off. We're back here after a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, so we got plenty to talk about. A mutual hiatus. A mutual hiatus. We took a hiatus um, together. Together. It was Columbus Day. Uh, so that is part of the reason that we uh, were not doing the show last Monday, um, but also uh, our travel plans, which we will get to, I think. Uh, actually, we didn't even put it in our agenda, but we, in, we do but need to cover that a little bit. So we'll cover uh, that we'll, trip we'll that we We'll cover it a tiny bit. Um, and then we'll get all uh, all the rest of the stuff fit in here as well. So uh, we got three periods for you, uh, common during football season. We got the BC update first. We got pop culture second and sports third. So... Um, I guess let's jump right into it. Anything else you want to touch on before we... Well, why don't we talk about the trip first? Yeah, let's do we'll trip right away. We'll touch on the trip. Trip so right away. Derek and I both went down to Tampa Bay slash Bradenton, Florida for the Patriots-Buccaneers Thursday night football game. That was two weeks ago, so we won't rehash the game. Nope. Um, but quick, Derek, I want, I want to hear your opinion of Raymond James Stadium yeah. and, and the thursday night football experience it was a great experience um the stadium's awesome I, I the uh it's it feels like one of those stadiums that there's not really a bad seat in the house although we didn't go upstairs like we weren't in the upper deck we had phenomenal seats we courtesy did. of your father and some friends that he has um so good connections got us good seats um so i can't say there's no bad seat in the house because we didn't even go to the second level but we definitely um, didn't see any bad seats from yeah, where we were sitting for sure <laughs> yeah. uh, our seats were unbelievable um the the whole like just the whole experience of like around the stadium was very cool. It was very different than we've gotten at Gillette, although it is it is similar in some ways um, with the residential area surrounding mm -hmm. it. You know, people letting you park in their driveway for ten bucks, that type of thing. You do see that at Foxborough on the other side of the railroad tracks over yeah. there, but um, a little different because Foxborough is obviously Gillette's more spread out around the stadium with a lot of commercial activity right there. Tampa has Raymond James Stadium right there and a lot of just residential area yeah. right around the stadium. Like where we tailgated was li literally, we call it the crack house because yeah. it was an old crack house. Yeah, like some guy literally owns this property and it's just used for tailgating. It's just a like gutted house. Yeah, There's nothing house. inside it's, of it. It's just yeah. like Buck's gear on the wall. He's got a TV. He's paying some basic cable for the TV in there to watch football on it. He's got like porta potties in the backyard. This <laughs> yeah. is literally it's just like a tailgate house. It's That's a house it. an empty house um, and there's a guy there's one guy playing reggae music. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, there's a guy playing reggae music. They had a couple of tents set up. They had some they had a, a guy on a big grill like cooking burgers and stuff. So that experience was great. Real easy getting into the game, you know, another stark contrast from Gillette. The, yeah. the the lines at Gillette, if you don't go in early, start to get terrible at game time. We we walked over like ten minutes before kickoff, maybe fifteen, and we were in there for for kickoff, I believe. Yeah. So we got in there for the national, or we were in there for the national anthem. Yeah, we were. So, so we were in plenty of time. Um, so nice and easy getting in there. Um, atmosphere was great. 
game was a good game. It wasn't the game we expected, but it, it was, was a close exactly, game. It was a it was good a game, game in a weird way yeah. in that it was it came down to the final it play. It didn't feel like either team played very well, exactly. but um, it did come down to the, the very final play. So uh, overall, I thought it was a great experience. Um, and then also, to kick it all off, you got all the, the cheap golf rates. So Dude, we went golfing three times. I golfed five yeah. days in you a row. You went five? Yeah, you, five. yeah, you did a couple more yeah. after I left. Um, I, what was the final record of, of us golfing? Uh, when I think we I were, it was you You had two rounds to one on Two out of three. Uh, right. Yeah, so. Um, but you played really well the last round. I played round, great I the last round, but I still I couldn't beat John, almost, though. I lost you by You literally almost had a heat stroke. I did. I know. Yeah, it was. Yeah, there was, was a moment when I was like, ah, we're going to have to stop golfing because <laughs> Derek can't hang. There was a moment I was like that, too. I think it was around like 12 or 13. It was like, all right, this is tough. But then you once up. I was at like 14, 15, I was like, all right, we got three holes left. Like, I can do this. This yeah. is fine. And also just like kind of slowly hydrating throughout the day. But yeah, it was the the, la- the last day there, Friday, my last day there was the hottest for sure and yeah. the most humid. Um, well, you can see why it's cheaper rates. Oh yeah, that for time sure. And, and that's not even the hot time really. Like yeah. two months earlier is when it'd be like probably 105 degrees out there. So, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, great trip. Um, two thumbs up from me uh, for both Raymond James Stadium and the surrounding area and uh, the experience. Yeah, so. it was a lot of fun. Did some gambling at the dog track. Yeah, that was that was um, that was interesting as well. <laughs> I I went into the dog track with. So I, I do not want to say I have a gambling problem, but I like to gamble. It's only a problem if you lose. Yeah. Um, so I bought in for a hundred bucks at the poker table. Derek bought in for fifty or sixty or forty. Yeah. Some mid mid range yeah. amount. Um, we or played no, 60, for about 60. two and a half hours, and I literally left down one dollar. <laughs> so I just paid a dollar to hang out at the poker table for two and a half hours. <laughs> um, a lot of fun though. Um, okay, I think that's enough on the trip. Yeah. Um, it was a good trip. So sorry we missed last week, but we're back. Um, BC update. So. I mean, can't get any better than this piece. Cannot update. get any better than this one. Um, so tell us, tell us what happened, Derek. So um, I was asked uh, in the week leading up to this BC game. At one point, I was asked. I think it was by one of one of you guys here at our apartment, but it might have been someone else. I can't remember who asked me. But someone said, "When are we going to fire Dazio?" Ugh. And I said, "We're going to fire him after we lose fifty-two to seven to Louisville yeah. this week, because um, Louisville's coming off a loss to NC State mm-hmm. that, that bumped them out of the top twenty-five. And Lamar Jackson is still a freak, and there's no chance we lose. Uh, no, sorry, no chance we have a chance against them. Yeah. And then Saturday happened. Uh, Boston College comes out, and the in a total reversal of roles from what this this team usually is, um, Lamar Jackson lights up the BC defense um, to be expected. I mean, he's one yeah. of the, he's probably one of the best players in college football, if not the best. But BC offense puts up 45 points on the Louisville Cardinals at Louisville to win a 45-42 thriller on a last-second field goal. You heard that correctly. Yes. So multiple <laughs> things are wrong about that picture. <laughs> Let's go through them. One, BC scores over 20 points. Correct. That, wrong. Wrong. False. Two, BC beats Louisville. Wrong. False. Not true. Three, BC hits a field goal. To win the game. To win the game. <laughs> wrong. Wrong. <laughs> so there's a lot of there's a lot of otherworldly coincidences here that, that – Wound up lining to a win. Um, I can't put my finger on – I mean, I know why we won, but I can't put my finger on if it's sustainable, and it's A.J. Dillon. It's A.J. Dillon, um, for sure. Now – A.J. Dillon, the running back for Boston College. Boston College running back. We did talk about this kid in the preseason because this is the kid that committed to Michigan and flipped to Boston College. It was actually a big story. We probably talked about the story in the offseason when it happened, Mm -hmm. just briefly. We probably did mention, hey, whoa – this kid might be good. You know, he flipped from Michigan. He was committed to be running back from Michigan. So um, certainly 
that part of it is sustainable because this kid's here and this kid's not going to the NFL because a BC running back is not going to the NFL early out of school. Yeah. You know, it's not going to happen unless he's an absolute freak, which would be great for us. If, if he rushes, if he's, if this kid works his way into NFL first round status, then we are winning a lot of games next year. Yes. So that'd be so fine with me. Would that be fine with me? And, and the flip side of that is that he's going to be here for four years. So, um, that's all the good stuff. And he looked outstanding. Yeah. I, I mean, like th- this isn't a, to me, this isn't one of those like, oh, this is a flash in the pan type of thing. Like, this is a man as a true freshman mm-hmm. who looks like a legitimate running back. He, I mean, so, I don't know if everyone has seen it, but he should be all over ESPN yeah. because of the stiff arm that he demolished a, yeah. a 200, Chuck, yeah. 215 pound DB. Chucky Williams. Senior. Yeah. Um, senior. Demolished him with a stiff arm. So, it's not just like one of these breakout games where. They, they bust three big runs because yeah. they, they get three lucky holes. Yeah. This guy was fighting and no, fighting. I, yeah. Every play, he was breaking tackles. He yeah. was busting open big runs. He was breaking tackles, then busting open big runs. Yeah. So he was doing everything you need. I didn't see if he if he had many catches. Did we see that? Uh, no, no. He's not really a receiving back. I okay. don't think he had any. BC doesn't actually really throw to their running backs at all, to be honest. Classic. Um, yeah. But, uh, in but, the, but in I college mean, football. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But, uh, but I mean, this kid – actually, no, I shouldn't say that. John Hillman had a few catches, and he actually showed he has pretty good hands. But Dylan is not – or hasn't been anyway yet a receiving back. But this kid just surpassed the bar that I thought was going to stay in place multiple times in this game. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, after his third touchdown of the game, I think gave BC, like, 28 points or something and gave us the lead. It was like, whoa, like, A.J. Dillon's got 150 yards and three touchdowns? Yeah. Like, wow. And then the next possession – is when we get that stiff arm, first play, yeah. first play of the drive, throws that guy to the ground. But we, actually, he got hit in the backfield first on the side. He got hit. Broke he that broke tackle, two tackles and, and then, then stiff arms that guy. And then somehow was able to outspeed everyone by a lot. Else still by, <laughs> by a, a lot. lot. For like 70, all the, all the rest of the defensive backs on Louisville by a, by a good margin, he outruns all of them for a seventy-five yard TD that put him over two hundred for the game, and he kept going. He ended up with like two seventy-two and four touchdowns. So. Yeah. Enormous game. He wins the offense, the Walter Camp Offensive, offensive Player of the Week, of the I think, week. Um, in the nation. So that's huge news for him. Um, a couple storylines on the quarterback front. So Anthony Brown didn't play particularly well in this game. No. And he then got hurt. Uh, I don't think it's a serious injury, but Darius Wade comes in, plays okay. He plays pretty well. Does miss on some open throws mm-hmm. that could have really iced the game for BC. He missed on a few of them. But he plays well, and, and it's good to see Darius Wade get some time and to be able to lead this team to a win. Now I'm looking forward to what is going to happen, and I already see it happening. And with all due respect to him, there's no way Darius Wade should keep playing. No. But I'm scared that he will. So you know what <laughs> would be best-case scenario? Well, I, I know what would be best-case scenario is that Anthony Brown's okay and he continues yeah. to play. Yeah. Best-case scenario if he's hurt is that he's actually hurt and we have no choice but to play yes. Wade. Because if it becomes a weird controversy – between these yeah. these quarterbacks halfway through the year, yeah. we're in trouble. And and it, and it would I mean, again, we're already in trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it would again be uh, Steve Adazio making a decision for his job and not for the program. Mm-hmm. This would have this would be the case again if he sees that Darius Wade might be less mistake prone and like he might be a little bit safer of a quarterback and he's like kind of not as crazy. But <laughs> Anthony Brown, as as much as he didn't make very many good throws in this game. 
he's the last two weeks he's shown a lot with his legs. He's actually started yeah, running more I don't know why we in don't the read option, more. and he's been making great, great plays with his legs. I saw a bunch of good run plays, and they, they mentioned it halfway through the game. They're like, oh, on his 25th rushing attempt of the year, I was yeah, 25. 20, that's it. Like, like He should be running the ball yeah. once once and, a possession, yeah, maybe and, twice. Yeah, and I support having the quarterback be pass first. Like We can't go Tyler Murphy again because like, you're one-dimensional that way. But this kid can run. Like, like, like let's call – a few plays every drive or a play or two every drive, at least that's a read option for him. Like, mm-hmm. and so it's simple as that. Um, anyway, all, all things put together, Anthony Brown needs to stay as the starting quarterback. I don't care that Darius Wade, you know, I, I like Darius Wade. I think that he came in and he's a reliable backup and he, he, if he hadn't broken his ankle against Florida state, maybe he would have had a great BC career, but that's water under the bridge. And you've now you've given the keys to a freshman quarterback who's shown some promise and, yeah, he's made a lot of mistakes, but for the program, you've got the freshman QB, clearly you have the freshman running back, and clearly you have the freshman receiver. Kobe yeah. White's been your so best I just, receiver. I was just about to read this. Listen to these stats. Our team leaders of 2017, passing yards, Anthony Brown. running Rushing yards, A.J. Dillon. Receiving yards, Kobe White. Yeah. So three freshmen mm-hmm. leading the team in all three offensive categories. Yeah. That That's needs good to news. Stay. Yes. That needs to be the case going forward. Like, no matter how much – no matter how well Darius Wade plays in replacement of Anthony Brown, at this stage of the season, you've already lost four games. You are not playing for anything except to maybe get into a mediocre bowl. We're right where we are last year, except this time we have the, the young quarterback playing, and we need to keep playing him. So th- I'm worried about that, but I, I hope that Adazio makes the right choice. So here's – I'll just read you this stat too because I, I saw it when I was looking this up. Lamar Jackson had – do you know how many yards he had? A lot. Uh, I think he had 300-something in the – or I'm not sure. 512. 512 total, yeah. And five like, touchdowns. Yeah. He was – and he didn't win Offensive Player of the Week. Someone on the other, ta- uh, on the other team. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> that <laughs> so, is pretty ridiculous. Uh, we ended up beating Louisville when he had another amazing game. Yeah. Um, the, one last question. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because it's, it's a hypothetical, but there was a trend for this season up until this game that you weren't rooting for losses – but you were okay if Adazio was fired at any point yeah. during the season. Now that we're we're three and four overall, we don't have a shot at the ACC. We, I mean, maybe, but very very slim. Mm-hmm. We have a shot at a bowl game if we continue to play at that yeah. level. Uh, honestly, I think we have a decent shot at a bowl game because we still have a couple of bad teams. So what is what is the <sighs> forecast slash? What do you want? What do you want you know? to happen? I I would never want Boston College to lose. It, but yeah. a- after the way we had played for the first five games, I had resigned myself to saying, well, at least the Adazio era can be over. And and and, and we've said that before. There yeah. there have been times in the past that we've said that, and it ends up you know not being the case. And I'm scared of that again because if this guy makes a bowl game it becomes very tough for a new AD to fire him like like after making four bowls in five years. Because on paper, it's like, yeah, he made four bowl games in five years. He's going in the right direction. And we've all decided that that's not the case. Yeah. But ultimately, I have to root for – I have to root for wins because I have to root for these players to get, to get better. I have yeah. to root for the players to get confidence. And as much as I despise it, like if, if, if these players play well for him and if they like him, like, remember the thing with yeah, Landry last I year? That. So like, l- let's do this. Would you trade? Would you go to the Camping World 
Chick-fil-A, no, Camping World, Bojangles. Oh, no, no, no. Certainly, I don't want the bowl appearance. Mid, mid, middle Tennessee, Kalamazoo Bowl. <laughs> oh, would you trade that for another year of Adazio? Oh, a- absolutely not. No. Like, no, I, I want Adazio gone, and I will, I will sacrifice a bowl appearance for that. What I'm saying is I can't actively root for us to lose. Yeah. No. So, so like, it's in this weird spot where, like, I have to root for us to win, but I really kind of don't want us to make a bowl game. Yeah. So what does that take? I, I'm not sure. I'd have to look at the schedule as far as what that takes. UConn's a really bad team, so I think we're going to we're gonna smoke UConn at Fenway. That's going to put us at four wins, and, and, you know, you're getting close there. But at the same time, uh, NC State is a lot better than people thought they NC were. NC State's four so, and Syracuse in the conference. And Syracuse, who I believe we have Syracuse last week of the season. Syracuse beat Clemson. Yeah, just beat Clemson. So Syracuse is a good team with a great coach. I love their coach. Um, so certainly I think – and we have Florida State too, so so BC can easily. We would have to beat UVA BC needs to win and U- three of these UConn, games. Yeah, they need to win three, right? They have to win three. Yeah, they need, but you they ha- need to, I mean, you, you have, have to beat, beat UVA and UConn, and, and then you have to beat either NC FSU, State, NC State, FSU, or Syracuse. It's an uphill climb to get a bowl game here. So, what do I want? I want to be competitive in every game the rest of the way. I want to beat Virginia. I want to beat UConn. There's no excuse for losing to either of those two, even with the Dazio. And ultimately, I want them to fall short of a bowl, I think. I actually do think I want that. But, of course, I'm going to want them to beat Florida State. Like, uh, it's a home Friday night game. Like, yeah. I want them to beat Florida State. But um, I just hope Martin Jarman sees what's going on here and sees that this is a this is not a good football yeah. coach. I mean, I want to make a bowl and fire Dazio. Regardless of what A.J. <laughs> Dillon did last weekend, this is not a good football coach. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay, so that's enough on, on BC. Yeah. Um, we'll move it along. Are you done with BC? Any final yeah, thoughts? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Pop culture, baby. Yeah. We've got some semi-okay pop culture topics. Yeah, I think We're gonna so. We're going to start off with, I think, a a controversial topic. <laughs> 280 tweets, or 280 characters now for some people's for some tweets. some people on Twitter. And I think they're going to eventually move it to all people. It seems like a slow rollout. Either maybe it might be an experiment to see how people like it first. I don't think it's a guarantee that everyone's going to get this. Um, so my initial reactions. I have hot thoughts. I literally it's been a month of the 280 characters. Yeah. I I'm not even joking you. I have yet to fully read one. Yeah. Uh, that's 280 characters because my mind can't process it. Yeah. I'm so used to just flying through tweets that if I see one that's 280 characters, even if I start to read it, I don't finish it. I just fling through it. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. It's it's scary cuz it's like black mirror type crap. That like I physically just don't I don't have time for that I don't have time yeah. for 280 characters in my day yeah I we I'm jaded <laughs> I, I mean I've, that's what we've become I've been be- that's yeah. what that's what we've become and so it's bad um but I hate it I it needs to go back so I, I'm pretty the the jury's still out for me on this um I in general agree like like as I'm scrolling through Twitter I. I'm not stopping to read 280 characters. Who needs characters. 280 characters to say anything? That was part of the joy. It was like you have to condense yeah. a very – you have to get get your thoughts across. Get your point across. In very yeah. small amount of time. So it took some yeah. crafting. It took some creativity. Yeah, and that's why I kind of don't want this to be released to everyone. But Like, like I kind of don't want – I also don't want it to be released randomly. That too. I don't know if it is being released randomly or if, or if it's being released to people that have high influence. I imagine it's the latter. Um, I imagine it's being released to people that have a lot of followers first, so that people, so they, because I mean, if you release it to 
to me, you, and Rob, then like they're not going to get <laughs> yeah. a lot of feedback on on wh- whether people like this or not. Oh, they'll get some feedback. Um, All right. So, uh, we need to make sure it doesn't get released to the president ever. So, ever. So, so oh, that God. that needs to be a one factor. But oh, I, can't, um, I can't even start to think about. There that. are certain messages that I don't know. See, I'm torn. The my current stance is that I think. That there are some people on Twitter that I am okay with giving them 280 characters. Sure. I don't I don't have them by name, but like I yeah, think there are some causes and some some messages that warrant it. The question is, how are you going to actually manage that? Because I agree, if Twitter becomes 280 character limit, it's going to be worse. I, but a lot. A like lot I worse. mean, tweets are quick. 140 characters. You got to fit it in there. Like I, we've all written a tweet and then had to figure out what to take out of it yes. to be able to which give words it down to do I? Which words do I take out and, the vowels? And guess what? That makes you leave only the most important stuff in there. And that's kind of the point of why there's a character limit is that you have to only put in the most important stuff. And if you really want to send a long message, you reply to your own tweet a bunch of times and then you have a thread. And go. that's the thing. And it's fine. And it works. Like so – um, those threads that you see are more than 280 characters anyway. So those are now going to be threads of 280 character tweets. Ugh. And so, so in general, I don't like it, but I'll, I'll say this and it's Twitter used to be way different. Twitter has changed immensely over the past six months. Yeah. It is now become a very sad, aggressive, angry place mm-hmm. when it used to just be, like, how many angry, upset things can you say in 140 characters? Mm-hmm. And now there's just so much wrong. Like, I feel like all the news on Twitter is bad. And yeah. if you, you can't make a joke on a day when something bad happens. And, and no like, one's happy about anything. Exactly. It's just <laughs> – it, and, and 280 characters is going to make that portion of it worse. Because when you're angry, when you're upset, when you're sad, you're – you. You want to say more. You want to express yourself more. And now you have the option to. Yeah. So it's not going to make the jokes any funnier. It's not going to make the news any better. Mm-hmm. It's just going to make emotions stronger, I think. I mean, I, that's yeah. a very deep take for two, <laughs> 280 <laughs> characters versus 140 characters. <laughs> but it's true. I think there's no real reason to have longer characters unless you're saying something very important or very upsetting or very serious which is fine, but it changes Twitter forever. Yeah. In terms of what it's used for, and then it's just a public forum. Then it's just a, a chat room. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And, and going back to the point about um, Twitter being just full of angry people all the time. This is kind of a side a side topic, but um, it was fun. I found it funny last night because um, I don't know if you've seen the the Vegas. Golden Knights Twitter account. Have you looked at their Twitter account? Also, they're very jokey. You know how pro sports teams have started to become like yes, their Twitters make jokes. Yeah. yeah. So the Vegas team has been doing it all season. Like since they since the expansion team came out, they've sure. been roasting other teams, right? Great. And so they were playing the Bruins last night. And so you have, you've seen the movie Ted, correct? Yes. Um, I don't know if you remember the scene, but Ted like lists off a whole bunch of girls. Yes. Remember that I all the Boston that, typical yeah. Boston and girls' names: Tammy Lynn, Peg, Tammy Lynn, Peggy yep, Lynn, Tiffany, yeah. all, all them. You know. Yeah. So Vegas last night, before the Bruins, uh, before the Bruins versus Golden Knights game, they tweet out their starting lines, right? And then yeah. they say Bruins starting lines, and yeah. they put all those girls' names really? as the Bruins starting lineup. That's great. The, the exact names from the Ted thing. Yeah. And hockey Twitter had an eruption of offended reactions that they were saying that girls can't play hockey and that like guys what? are better than girls, and like what that it was se- like, that it was a like- sexist tweet. And they were like, this is a quote from a movie. <laughs> like, this is a quote from Ted, which is a Boston movie. Yeah. And we're playing the Bruins. 
But like people, like oh, well, everyone so, on Twitter just got super, super offended. Like defend, that, like oh, like because they, other, they tweet the like, lines I'm out as be, girls' names. Oh, like, so, so it's, it's like, like you're offend, you're calling them girls, so you're so you're insulting them. them because they're girls. Like oh. they can't play hockey, you know what? Like it was yeah. just like oh. it was just the, the it was yeah. the most typical example of Twitter. Like no one on Twitter can just be like, oh, I won't get that super offended by that. It was a joke or yeah. like or, like. It's gone. Like those days are are completely gone. Yeah. Where you can say something on Twitter, and people will just say, "Maybe this isn't trying to offend me. Maybe this is like just a joke from yeah. something that I don't know about." You know. So uh, I thought that was just a side note. No, like, that's exactly right. Like, the, like they ended up deleting the tweet because they were getting so much like they were getting so much backlash on it, and it was like I guess. And then they they posted like a little gif of Ted, and they were like, "I guess no more Ted quotes from us or something." Oh, jeez. It was like it, See, it was yeah. Well. Anyway, Twitter, uh, that, that was a side rant. Twitter, it, it, there's there's some hot takes yeah. by people who are far more important than us on Twitter. So <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure the the 280 characters thing will get figured out. Yeah, for sure. Um, so. But any final thoughts on, on – um, No, I'm good on with Twitter. the Twitter character limit. Oh, I see you getting ready for it, Derek. I'm getting ready. Because the yeah. pe- people know it. It's <laughs> back, baby. It is. Taco Bell news. Let's go. <laughs> um, so huge news in the Taco Bell world. Um, we've got Steal a Base, Steal a Taco is back mm-hmm. for the 2017 World Series. Um, so that's still a couple games away, or literally two if if you're either of these teams and the way things are going, because both teams are up 2-0. We're actually going to check the um, Yankees-Astros score right now, and it looks like Yankees are up 3-0. All right. There you go. There's something. Um, we're not going to talk about those series yet. But Steel Bay Steel Taco is back. Mm-hmm. Free tacos for everyone. If I think it's if in a way, I think team. that's what it was in the past. That's so. what it was in the past. They change it up every year. But either way, root for stolen bases by everyone mm-hmm. all the time in the yep. World Series, and you have a chance to get free tacos from Taco Bell, mm-hmm. which there's nothing better in the world. So why would you ever not root for that? <laughs> Even if your favorite team's in it, and if they steal a base, yeah. your team loses. It's free tacos. So just root for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If yeah, definitely fair. If the Astros win this series. I'm gonna say there's a hundred percent chance Jose Altuve steals a base and becomes not and becomes even America's more hero even more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, and immediately wins the MVP. Yeah. Um, so in other Taco Bell news, Taco Bell actually just released. Are you ready, Derek? <laughs> yes, this I is, just read this it. Is real. Oh my god! It releases a limited edition clothing line <laughs> with Forever 21, and I'm actually going to pull it up for you because it's really good. I'm not even joking. Wow. Look. Well, this is not the one I want. <laughs> I don't know how you're not joking. How how could it be good? So it's, a taco they, it's, it's an actual, uh, I think it's limited edition. It's like a, uh, I don't know. There's only like four or five items. They're all sold out already. But I'm going to show you the guy's jacket. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have a hard time describing it, but that's the guy's jacket. Wow. It's pretty good, right? That's, I mean, yeah, it's cool. Like, I don't know when you wear it, though. So it's like a rain jacket with, yeah. like, 90s colors, like neon, Which is cool. Green, yeah, yeah, it's orange. a good 90s look. And it just says Taco Bell across the back of the arm, which is a cool spot to have a logo. Yeah. Then they've got, obviously, a sweatshirt covered in Taco Bell logo. And then um, yeah, it's, like, cool stuff. Look at wow. this. They've got <laughs> T-shirts that are made out of the uh, fire sauce packets. <laughs> Google it. It's really good. This girl's yeah. this girl's jacket. This is not making for good radio. <laughs> not at all. But <laughs> what, are you, what are you filming it now? Yeah, Taco Bell clothing line. Okay, so Taco Bell wow. clothing line. It's pretty lit. 
too much sauce on one of the shirts it says. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Google uh, it. It's really cool. Forever 21 um, limited edition Taco Bell clothing Taco line. Bell clothing Great line. collabs. Taco Bell, yeah. king of collaborations. They, are col- they collab with everyone. They collab yeah. all over the place. They're like <laughs> Can you imagine, like, think about their office and, like, what it's like <laughs> yeah. every day. It's like, like, they probably have a list of, like, 30 companies that have nothing to do with yeah. the food industry that and they're like, like let's just, collaborate with Let's them. just, like, throw something together. <laughs> like, all right. Like, every, and everyone's dying to do it because yeah. Taco Bell has a good brand recognition right now. Yeah. They are appealing to young people. They've actually done a good job of appealing to, like, the health crowd because they've yeah. done the whole fresco thing without yeah. shoving in everyone's face. Yeah. Now they're doing chicken. Yeah. They've got fried chicken chips. They've got spicy chicken quesadillas. Yeah. They just... Uh, they're doing it well, man. <laughs> hey, I, I approve. I approve. All right, good. I support Taco Bell. Um, and I did get Taco Bell while I was out at home. Was, oh, nice. Home, yeah. Nice. That's big. Because you got to. That's big. That's big. That's huge. Yeah. Um, so that's it for Taco Bell News. All right. Uh, last, last, Derek. Wow. I want to hear, I wanna hear your th- you announce the next one. Okay. Because you love both these people. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I have totally not indifferent thoughts about this. So. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are engaged. Huge. Huge news. Now, um, I know who both of these people are. Cool. I do. I will say that. I had no idea that they were dating at all. Like, I, I, I couldn't. I don't think I did either. Hadn't crossed my mind at uh, these all. These are two people ever. that, even though I don't follow that kind of news, I feel like I should have known were dating. I, I feel like that, too, because I have seen the other Game of Thrones characters. And like in my news feeds and stuff, Game of Thrones characters are everywhere. Like they I are. knew, I knew Joe that Jonas Kit, is everywhere. I knew that Kit Harrington got engaged to um, Egret. Egret. Love and that. I, I, I've I've seen like um, Kit Harrington and um, Amelia Clark. Like they're like that they're best buddies and like yeah. they like you know I've seen all these like Game of Thrones character things, and I had never seen this. But then again, I never would have cared if I saw it. Like I, if I saw that Sophie Turner was dating Joe Jonas, I'd be like. Okay, like I, I don't. Uh, that doesn't make any difference to me. So, who are so, you more upset about that is no longer on the market, Joe Jonas or Sophie Turner? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to say Sophie Turner. Yeah. Safe answer. Yeah. Um, Joe Jonas, you never know. You never know. You get his heart broken and then write terrible music, and we won't have Cake by the Ocean jams. That's a good. That's a good point. You don't want. You don't want terrible music. You don't want terrible music. So, but then you also don't want bad Game of Thrones. Bad Game of Thrones. So like I think you have to root for this marriage to survive. <laughs> okay. I think you, I think you so have to. Overall, we're huge fans. <laughs> um, we support. Also, this marriage. this does this skyrocket Joe Jonas's chances of being a celebrity appearance on Game of Thrones? It unfortunately does. Yeah, it does. They need to He's stop doing be, that. Yeah, I know. It's not Game. Yeah, it's we talked about good. this already. But yeah. It's not what Game of Thrones does, but for some reason they keep doing it. So. So there you go. That's uh, it. Joe Jonas Root and Sophie Turner are huge engaged. Huge celeb couple <laughs> news. All right. Uh, well, that does it for pop culture, which brings us to sports. The Monster Jam. That sounds good. Every that time I good. think it sounds yeah. good. We That's nice. need to do a pop culture I know, one. I know, I know, I know. Um, okay. So big – we actually just – to start it off, we had um, one of our roommates brought up – well, the only other roommate, Rob, brought up the <laughs> – is this the best or second best seat uh, sports time? Like oh yeah, sports okay. season. It's a good in terms of like debate. baseball yeah. playoffs, hockey started, football's in mid swing, yep. college football's in mid swing. Yep. Basketball season starts. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. And the other option is obviously the March Madness, hockey playoffs, basketball mm-hmm. playoffs, mm-hmm. and what else? Uh, base uh, well, so it's March Madness, 
hockey and basketball playoffs are about, are about to be starting, and then yeah. MLB is about to start. Yeah. So there is a lot going on at that point in time. Now, um, for me, and I think you agreed that this was the better time of year than that. I like this um, better. But so – For a specific reason. Yeah. Well, so you, I'll, I'll let you go your reason first because it's a little more basic. Sure. Mine's very basic, but not like pumpkin spice well, latte it's, basic. Well, it's per, like personalized, like, like, like personal easy, preference Like easy basic. to understand yeah. basic. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like football the most by a wide margin of my favorite sports. So if football's not on, it can't be my favorite sports, see, time. sports time. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Very now, basic. Um, for me, this question a little bit depends on how wide of a time frame we're talking about, right? Like, are we, like when we say the best time, is it like the best two months or the best like like couple weeks? You know, and so. March Madness, at the time of March Madness, the playoffs haven't started yet for baseball. I mm-hmm. mean, for uh, MLB, uh, sorry, b- uh, basketball and hockey. The the playoffs have not started yet at that point. So it's really March Madness. But you also get the Masters. You get the in Masters that, in that, in that uh, again. So that's like a that's like the season. That's like a that's like a couple. That's like a month and a half ish of sports it, time. It's basically you got you only have two. Yeah. There's only two seasons. Yeah. For sports, it's right. either this one or it's like fall or spring. Yeah, there's no like oh summer's the yeah. best time because it's just baseball so and bro- hockey. And yeah, so but but and so that, that that does bring up another question though because if you're gonna loop up the Super Bowl into the springtime one, no, too too far. Well, so but I, why not? But you said there's only fall and spring. So if you were unilaterally going with those two, then no, Super no, Bowl no. Like groups season, in with March like Madness. Sports Super Bowl is only a month before March you don't, Madness. You don't group it by the actual seasons. You group it by the sports yeah, seasons. Right. Yeah. So, so it, it, like the fall season of football includes the Super Bowl. Yeah. So this um, – the point is this time of year I think is – I think it's the best time of year. So you have playoff baseball, which I think is is awesome. You know, yeah. play, playoff – baseball is, is probably the sport that gets the biggest jump from playoff atmosphere – from to well, regular season, yeah, regular season is it's, boring, it's very, very boring, but still, it, so it does give you a huge jump. Um, and then you have the start of the season for hockey and basketball, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. And you have very important midseason football and college yeah. football. So I, I think that this is the best time. This is, this yeah, is the best easy. sports. Time. I mean, it depends on where your March Madness is really good, but uh, I think that it is the best individual event. Yeah, or or quote unquote tournament, tournament season, yeah. whatever you want yeah. to call it. It is. A full season of basketball condensed into yeah a month. So, so. it is, but I, I thought it just crossed my mind though. Okay. Like, and this congrats might, this, by this, the this way. Might, thank you, thank <laughs> you. Um, I'll be holding a celebration for it next week. Um, this might be personal preference because I know that that you don't love March Madness. We've talked about that on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we can say that March Madness is the best individual tournament, but if I had to, if I had to not watch one during the year, I don't think that I would sacrifice. It. Um, any of the other major sports playoffs to watch March Madness? I actually don't think I would. Well, yeah, that I mean, I I wouldn't either. Yeah, but that's because I don't like it as much. Like right. that, that's a strong statement coming from you. Yeah, I don't think I would. And, and now it might be a factor that like if my team wasn't in anything, then I might say, well, okay, yeah, I'll scrap that then and watch March Madness. But in general, I think these playoffs are all. If you consider the playoff to be a tournament, just like March Madness, um. It's maybe closer than I always thought it was because I've always thought March Madness was great, but maybe I don't love it as much as I would have thought. So anyway, hey, welcome um, to the dark side. The point is, I think this is the best time of the sports. Year, okay, so. cool. So let's jump right into the most important sport, NFL. <laughs> um, I don't want to talk about any of these topics for very long, okay, including A, B, or C. 
C probably the most <laughs> of any. Okay. If you want to skip one and two, I'm totally fine doing that. Let's let's mention them okay, probably because if we do that, we won't be talking about any NFL. Fine, really. mention it. So our teams, we talk about our teams every week. The Patriots pull out a close game against the Jets that uh, the Patriots didn't play all that well in. The Jets didn't really either. They started out well, but then they really missed a lot of opportunities to win the game. Uh, or to, I shouldn't say to win the game, but to keep uh, to stay in the lead for a, for a while. Got screwed this by night. the rule book. They got screwed badly by the rule book. Now this was the biggest debate of this was the big, this was the hottest topic on the field of the well the, the hottest. Not really. I'll take that back because the third thing that we're going to talk about is the biggest topic from the weekend. But um, second hottest topic. Controversial. The the most one of the most controversial topics on the field this weekend. Um, the Austin Safarian Jenkins fumble at the goal line. This is so I've I think I've said this before, and if I haven't, then I'm saying it now. Say it. There needs to be, there needs to be discretionary clauses written into rule books. Yeah, like it is so ridiculous. So, the fact a that a re- that that referees have no discretionary um, say when something is so obviously wrong, like like they just have to blindly follow the rule book, like if if that's the way it is. Um, but on the flip side of that. I think the rule is just dumb. Like, so th- this is where I'm gonna I'm gonna make one claim about this whole situation, and it's okay. that the rule that if you fumble the ball out of the end zone, that it's a touchback, is so dumb. I was actually gonna like say that too. If you fumble the football anywhere else in the field and it goes out of bounds, you retain possession of the ball. Fun, just just like if you were down. Fun fact too, I I haven't cross checked this, but I think if you fumble the ball forward and it goes out of bounds, it comes back. It I comes think. back. It to comes the back point to where you were. Everywhere you fumble the ball, if it goes out of play. It, it is where you were down, with the exception of if you fumble it backwards out of your own end zone, it's a safety. But like that's, that's fine. that makes sense because the ball went out of bounds in your own end zone. It's mm-hmm. a safety. Fumbling the ball forward, so so just if he were three yards earlier, so because he like for not getting closer to the end zone, he would have been um, rewarded yeah. by keeping the ball. But because he fumbles the ball out of the end zone, it's now a touchback, a very so a turnover and a touchback. It makes no sense. Yeah, and and and. That's that's an obvious rule that needs to be changed, and it's hard to think about why. I mean, there's got to be a reason they they built the rule that way to begin with. Yeah, but I, I can't. can't. Like, can it. you take advantage of that rule somehow, right. or, or is it, was it used to not be like that? That something happened, they changed it. So there's got to be a reason yeah. that that exists because it makes common sense that yeah. if you fumble the ball forward into a, it's like oh, it's like a stop. That's like a, a positive for the yeah. defense. Like look, yeah. we stopped him at the one. Right, and and so that's where I felt that. That's where I felt in the middle of all the debate and argument going on in this play because, like, the entire world is like, oh, they were robbed. It was clearly a touchdown. I, I actually don't think it was a touchdown, but I think it's ridiculous. Because of the rule. It's Yeah, but even not because of the rule. I think that the fact that he got the ball knocked loose, he didn't possess the ball going over the goal line. I think it should have been Jets' ball at the one-yard line because I think the rule is stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the fact that the Jets lost the ball on that play is really, really dumb. Yeah. I think that it, the rule was applied correctly. Also, I think the, that he I mean, did lose control of it briefly. To second that, the beyond the rule just being dumb, to add the discretion where the refs could be like, this wasn't an actual fumble. Yeah. This was <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah, like this wasn't yeah. a fumble in the literal yeah. sense of he lost the ball and went out of bounds. Yeah. He was holding it when he crossed the It's like the if you were running zone. and you crossed the line and you tossed it up to yourself. Exactly. It's like, is that no, not a touchdown now? Exactly. Like that's, so, that would literally not be a touchdown. Exactly. So it – the if he was out of bounds when he caught it again, right, 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 right. Yeah, right. so yeah, there needs to be like, this is so obviously not a fumble. In the common sense sense of the word, yeah, and obviously a touchdown in the common sense of the word. That, yeah. that they need to be able to make a very easy call and say, yeah, t- 
touchdown. And you know what else I found interesting about it too is that um, it, to me it was a very interesting part of the layering of what is conclusive evidence, right? So that it has to be conclusive, ir- irrefutable evidence, mm-hmm. right? So they reviewed this play, and um, I, I, to me it, it discovered something I've never seen before and that you, you know you think to yourself that the entire replay has to be conclusive, right? Like you have to say with entire entirety – of confidence that you know the entire play is verified on video, right? Yeah. In this case, I think it was actually a strange situation where they they say conclusively the ball came free from his arm, right? And yeah. that is pretty conclusive. But and then it's inconclusive it where he comes back down with it, right? So if it's inconclusive whether he came down with it or not, then does the call on the field stand? That's the way I've always thought. But in this case, they actually reverted to the last thing they considered conclusive. Piece by piece. Yeah. They're like, okay, so we know this. We know that it came out, we, but now we, we can't verify yeah, that it came down We know he crossed the end zone. We know mm-hmm. he crossed the line inbounds. Yep. We know that the ball wasn't in his hands at that very yeah. moment. So that's where we have to say. And then he might have had his knee down when he caught the ball back again, but we, but don't we know. can't verify that. So we have to just stop it where it is and say that's the call. This is what yeah, we know. Yeah, which is yeah. which is I've never seen it before in replay because replay is always like you're reviewing one thing and either it's conclusive or not, right? Yep. This was two things that happened that that kind of influenced something, and it was just a very strange play. So um, the Jets kind of get screwed on that. They they give the ball back and they end up losing by a touchdown. Um, so overall thoughts, I think the Pats didn't play very well, but. Um, I think the Jets are better than people think they are. I, I think the Jets actually have a pretty stingy defense. Hmm. Um, and, you know, for all the 0-16 talk that people were going with the Jets, they're 3-3. Three and three, And uh, I think they're not quite as bad as everybody was was uh, writing them yeah. off as. So. And the good news is, and I'll just jump into this too. So the Bucks lost a, a terrible game. The stats mm-hmm. the stats, fi- the stats, in the final score make it look closer than it was. But the Bucks were down 31-0 at halftime. They ended up losing 33-38, to I think. Um, due to a, a myriad of, of cardinal mistakes mm-hmm. and Bucks mistakes and yeah. Brian Fitzpatrick throwing some decent balls and the Bucks finally giving the ball to Doug Martin. So there's a there's a bunch of different factors. Bucks lose a, a, a heartbreaker. Jameis day to day got hurt in the first uh, quarter. The good news around all of this is nobody in the NFL is really good this year. The Broncos right. lost on uh, last night to the Giants. The Chiefs lost to the Steelers. There are just the, the Packers just lost Aaron Rodgers for the season. All the only teams that are, are dangerous are still also losing. So the Vikings are dangerous, the Chiefs are dangerous, the Pats mm-hmm. are always dangerous. Um, the Panthers are up and down. So th- there's no teams that are clearly going to run away with this, which is nice. The bad news is a lot of teams are bad, <laughs> including ours. Yes. <laughs> um, so. Just jumping off that, Aaron Rodgers being out for the year, uh, supposedly. They say he's going to get surgery and then reassess from there, but you, he has a broken collarbone. Yeah. I don't think you play again within the next year, right? Probably not. I mean, they keep saying he may miss the rest of the season. I don't see how he doesn't. I mean, yeah. I mean, the especially, Packers, especially the quarterback, the way you have to throw, the mo- throwing motion with a broken collarbone, it's not going to work till that's Honest fair. throwing. I mean, Tony, Tony Romo broke his collarbone before, and he was definitely out for the season. Yeah. Well, Tony Romo's so. soft. Well, yeah, that's true. But um, Anyway, I, I think the Packers are set up well enough offensively and defensively to survive with Nick mm-hmm. Hundley, I think. Yeah. Um, they may want to trade. They may want to pick up some guys who are on yeah. free agency. I don't think they pick up Kaepernick because he just filed a uh, I think that it's, a collusion yeah, I think complaint. That's, ter- against that's <laughs> terrible timing. But I yeah. – because uh, that, that's such a t- – I don't think they sign him. They no, I don't think him. so either, but I, that's just – 
Now it's a cop out. It bothers me that that he filed that suit right now because I think that that was the perfect opportunity to to make a huge stride in this whole situation. Like the Packers can, it's a win win for them. Like you, he's definitely better than Nick Hundley. Yeah, and you can be the like whoever signs him is a hero at this point. Like like in a lot of the public perception because like he, he it's like, not a bad decision. No, exactly. It's like yeah, I don't know. I, we we I don't want to get into all of it right now, yeah. but. Um, I, I was very hopeful before I heard about the lawsuit that the Packers might actually sign him. For yeah. the first time, I thought the team might do it. Like, like it I, seemed like it would. It I might think be the one. he, in my opinion, for the good of himself and and the country, should not be signed yeah. because I want this to continue to be fought. I, yeah. I like that he filed the motion. Yeah. I like that people are talking oh, yeah. about it. Um, I don't like that it's it's obvious what they're doing. But mm-hmm. the longer he's not in the NFL with trash teams. Yeah. the more obvious it becomes, and then you yeah. can actually have a conversation around it. Yeah. So I, I like that he filed the suit. It's going to be interesting for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't know even how this works and it, how you even no prove collusion exactly. among teams. Exactly, which I don't know. if We should have a sports lawyer on. Yeah. I actually do know a sports lawyer. We should have a sports lawyer on if you know one. I do. I'll, I'll ask him if you want to We should, because I don't know how this is going to work. Like, I mean – how are you going to prove collusion against the NFL in this? Like, I don't know. It, it just seems like a really tough one. Uh, like, given that he – so, given that Kaepernick had struggled like, – like, so, I think it's enough of a line of him not being, like, a great quarterback mm-hmm. that it's going to be really tough to argue that, like, there's no other factors other than race as far as why they're not signing him, you know? Yeah. Like, like, like and, and his actions. And so, I don't know. And it's going to be weird. Like, how do you defend – do you – if you're the exactly. NFL, do you say like, "Look how bad he is. Look how bad right. football is that, he is." Right, that's going to be the weirdest court case ever. Yeah. Gonna, like, if, does every team now have to present their case for why their third string quarterback is better than Colin Kaepernick? <laughs> yeah. Is that the, what this courtroom is going to look like? Yeah. Like, we're going to be out there like talking about like how Charlie Whitehurst is is a better quarterback than Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Is that going to happen in the courtroom? It's like my grandpa at a bar. Like, yeah, like, like that's what the courtroom is going to be. Yeah, so that's going to be interesting. I would I would actually love to hear from a sports lawyer about how that would work. Um, so I I should have thought about that before this podcast because he would have been he could have been on today but yeah. um, we'll pocket that for next week yeah, and promote sure. it if he is on. Um, so moving on to the next big thing. Yep. Ooh, nice play by your Altuve. Oh, oh safe. Oh, he's off the bag. That's on. That's on. Marwin. Review, though. Yeah. Um, the one, the only Altuve just made a nice play. Um, uh, moving on to MLB, perfect timing. Yeah. Uh, my picks for the World Series looking, looking good. good. Who was it? I don't even remember who my picks were. I think Astros, I picked the Indians. Dodgers. I picked Indians. You did. I think who? you picked Dodgers too. Dodgers too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so here we are. It's been two weeks. The baseball playoffs hadn't started when we last had a podcast, and now the the championship series are going to be two and three games in uh, when you start listening tomorrow uh, on Tuesday. So, um. Catching everybody up briefly, Red Sox lose to the Astros in four games in the opening round in the ALDS. The Yankees come back from two down to beat the Indians yeah. uh, in Cleveland in game five. Um, After they called for Girardi's head. Yeah, so, yeah, seriously. Um, Girardi got booed in game three, I believe, when they announced the lineups. Yeah. And so um, the Yankees advance to face the Astros, and, and on the NL side, it's the Dodgers and the Cubs. So uh, – through two games now game three is in progress here for Astros and, and uh, Yankees but the favorites are on top in both of these series uh, two games to none the Dodgers lead and the Astros lead so your picture looking good 
I think that your picks are going to be right at this point. Cool. I, I did pick the Indians, but after watching the Astros, I should have picked the Astros. The Astros this this lineup is ridiculous. I mean, and now Verlander like, looks like the best Verl- pitcher in yeah. the history of baseball. And Verlander and, and Keiko's also pitching yeah. extremely well too. Um, everyone thought the Indians' pitching staff was too good, but in reality, the Indians' starters aren't that good. People forgot that pretty quickly, but guys like Bauer and Tomlin are not like studs, you know. I could have um, told you Bauer wasn't a stud. Well, right, but people have just fallen into the idea that they're all good because they've just been the because the Indians and they, they won twenty two games in a row or whatever. And you know, last year they went to Game Seven of the World Series. But ultimately, their lack of starting pitching after Kluber, lack of dominant starting pitching, came back to hurt them. And yep. Kluber wasn't dominant against the Yankees either. So um, that's where we're at. Um, you, you, I see no reason why you would change your picks here. You're riding strong with them. I'm right? riding strong with them. Yeah. I mean, I like them even more now. Yeah. I, I mean, the Dodgers are. Both teams are winning emotional games, which yeah. is what you need. Yeah. The Astros are are very fun to watch. They're they're crushing the ball out of the mm-hmm. park. They're young, they're fast, they mm-hmm. steal, they play good defense, and the Dodgers are just powerhouses. Yeah. Good pitching, good hit, yeah. hitting. They're young too. Mm-hmm. Um they want an extra inning ga- or a bottom of the ninth walk-off home mm-hmm. run um at home. So I, I think both teams are just riding this momentum and yeah. it's going to be a very good World Series. I kind of hope neither team comes back. I, I like the Yankees. I don't want either. Yeah, they're definitely not as fun to watch as the Astros. Yeah. Um. And and same on the other side. The Cubs are the Cubs are a pretty fun team, but I think they don't have it this year. Th- this isn't a, this isn't in any place of dislike for the Cubs, but I don't want them to be there again. I, I mean, I just I I would just like to see I'd like to see Dodgers Astros. I think, like you said, it's a supercharged matchup, and it's two teams that haven't won. It's the same kind of the same storyline as last year with these teams that are super exciting and just haven't been able to win it um, yeah. in a long time. Anyway, the Dodgers and the Astros, I think, would be a great matchup. So, cool. um, both let's hope for that. both great stadiums too. Great stadiums. I love Minute yeah. Maid Park, and I love um, was yeah. it the Coliseum? What's the where the Dodgers play? Uh, I I'm not sure what it's called. I, uh, I it, think it's the Coliseum. It's a good park, though. The Coliseum is um, yeah, the no, football that's the, one. That's uh, yeah, Oakland. That's the Oakland yeah. A's, right? Um, Dodger Stadium, of course. Dodger Stadium, <laughs> um, classic. Duh. So, uh, so that's that. And also, I think a good uniform matchup if they wear their colors. I love when the Astros wear their orange or blue. So I think yes. they look great. It's a great um, color, color matchup. So, um, Most baseball matchup color wise are terrible. It's white gray. You yeah. Know? Yeah. You're right. Good um, point. That just that's, about. Does it, yeah. Derek? Did you got anything else? Or are we going to the final drive? I think we just jump right into the final Let's drive. Let's jump into the final drive. You want to go first or you want to go second? I'm going to go first today. All right, do it. Um, so as another sport we didn't mention, hockey. Um, I'm a big fan of the Tampa Bay Lightning, who they have Stamkos back. They've got a good young core. They've, they've Everyone on the team is, is performing. They're very good team hockey, and I don't usually, um, I don't know, promote hockey on the podcast too much and i don't talk about it in my regular day life but the lightning look very good they're up two to one on the red wings right now they're going for five and one they just beat the defending champion penguins and the capitals back to back um so they look really good watch the lightning this year they're fun to watch they're an offensive team they have an uh, they have an offensive star in stamkos and and a young rising star in kucherov and a very good defensive star in Victor Hedman, similar to Chara, like a big imposing guy. So they're a very fun team to watch, well coached. I've met John Cooper in person. Um, good uniforms, just everything about the the Lightning are great, <laughs> um, uh, from my biased opinion. Yeah. But they do look good. They do look good this year. So keep an eye out for them. Um, and yeah, we should go to a 
Bruins Lightning game. Yes, this year. we should. We'll have to, to get to start looking at the um, the, the schedule there and mm -hmm. figure out um, how it's going to work. So that's but it. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, all right, so my final drive will be the other sport that we haven't talked about today, which is basketball. So uh, it's kind of like my final drive from last week, but it'll be uh, another preview again because the Celtics start their season tonight, if you're listening, at Cleveland against the Cavaliers. Uh, supercharged matchup now with these rosters completely overhauled from what they were last year, including a lot of trading with each other. Um, yeah, right. So starting with the Celtics, unfortunately, it's not going to be a full health matchup because Isaiah Thomas... Uh, is not healthy yet with uh, with that with that hip injury. But um, for the Celtics, though, you look at the what their starting lineup was composed of last year. I think I saw I saw a tweet about it today. Um, the amount of turnover for a team that won that finished with a one seed in the Eastern Conference is really incredible. I know we talked about it during this trade, but you look at the Celtics starting lineup, and if you look at it, a lot of times it's not really fair to go by draft position. But if you look at where the players were drafted, because a lot of times it's it's an indicator of just pure talent, right? It's like where they were drafted yeah. coming out of college. The Celtics starters last year, right? You had Isaiah Thomas drafted 60th. Yeah. You had Avery Bradley drafted like 22nd, I think. Jay Crowder drafted 34th in the, in the second round. Amir Johnson drafted like 56th or something. And then Al Horford was the third overall pick in his draft. So that's like a mostly bottom-heavy lineup. Yeah. The Celtics starters tomorrow against Cle or tonight against Cleveland. Uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown both starting for the Celtics tomorrow. Uh, wow. The, the two young guys, partially because Marcus Morris is out with an injury. Are they one and two picks? They are both number three picks. And so now you look at the Celtics starters. You have Kyrie Irving, number one pick. Jalen Brown, number three. Jason Tatum, number three. Al Horford, number three. And Gordon Hayward, number nine. All wow. top ten picks starting for the Celtics. So that's a massive turnover a in contrast um, from last year where they had mostly second-round picks or 20-plus um, draft picks starting in their lineup. So uh, it's going to be real interesting, the Celtics – to see how the two young guys do. Uh, my own, my quick take on the young guys starting is that I actually kind of like it um, because I think that it's going to take pressure off of them. I think it's going to get them open shots when they when you're playing with uh, Kyrie Irving, Gordon Hayward, and Al Horford. I think the other two guys are going to get open shots versus trying to force anything and trying to have LeBron James covering you on a second unit and things like that. So mm -hmm. <laughs> um, we'll see. The Celtics open up at Cleveland, and then the next night they're back home against Milwaukee, who's a pretty good team. Uh, with Giannis Antetokounmpo, um, whatever his name is. So uh, it's a good challenge to open the season for the Celtics. So there we go, getting it underway on opening night. And then after that is Warriors-Rockets, which is also a very good game that I won't watch because it's too late. Too but, late. Um, but a very, very good game to see how the Rockets stack up against them with their uh, star-studded lineup now with Chris Paul in it. So, so we'll see. We'll see. That's it. That's it. And we'll see you next week for episode 83 of You Heard It Here Second. That's it. Later days. Later days. <laughs> You're not allowed to say that. I know, but you said my thing.